All right, everybody, the wait is over. This is part two of our conversation on the Three Musketeers. Hope you enjoy. <laughs> all right, so uh, all throughout this movie, we're starting to, uh, the Three Musketeers are starting to get to know each other with D'Artagnan. He's not a musketeer. They're starting to really become friends and, and figure out a bit about each other's lives. And then... Um, then we they have they hatch this plan to what do they they're, so they're gonna go intercept something, and uh, prevent the whole plan from unfolding. Was they're gonna go intercept the letter that the cardinal is sending to the king of England? That's no, right. Sorry, the Duke of Buckingham. They're cool. They're in cahoots. So the I didn't really understand this part. Was the so they were trying to, they were going to start a war with London or they were about to go to war with London, but he was trying to make peace. He was trying to no, have an so, ally with. Well, they say that in, in the, uh, movie, they say that in the movie when they, they made a comparison. They said that the Duke of Buckingham is the exact same thing as the Cardinal in France. Yeah. yeah okay. So they're like, like England has its own aristocracy, but the Duke of Buckingham is going to take it over. Yeah, that still doesn't make sense. Like, why? Huh. Why is that a bad thing? Well, he's undermining the king. He's basically going to have the king killed, um, and then I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't really it know. It didn't. It didn't why, make sense. Like, why he's going to be the, king next? Like they they put too much emphasis on like, oh, we're going to war with London. But the main point was he was trying to kill the king. But they didn't put a whole lot of emphasis. Emphasis. Yeah. Uh, in into actually trying to kill the king. It was only like a one shot, literally a one shot ordeal. <laughs> Hit me with your best shot. shot. Uh -huh. It didn't Fire work. <laughs> hey, do cannonballs explode like no. that? No. <laughs> I have a list. I have a list of, I, I started thinking about these things. And I titled it Random Thoughts. And I'm going to start with the first one because cannonballs exploding is the last thing. Uh -huh. The first one is, is brandy flammable? Because they have like the carriage and they pour brandy all over it and then light it. I don't know. All alcohol in every movie is flammable. But it's not. Okay, so I Googled it and it turns out that brandy is not flammable. Oh. But if you take brandy and heat it, the vapor that comes off of it is flammable. Oh, well, interesting. He did put, he did put like gunpowder down first and shoot it. Okay. So he did okay, do fine. something. Look, second. This movie is owning you, man. Second. Bro, every, listen, there's a reason for everything. We know this because movies. All right, you may continue. All right, All right the second thing is, we, they, so they light that carriage on fire and then they push it down the hill uh -huh. and they push it down a hill with a road and two huge open fields on either side. Yeah, yeah and, the, the, the and they're like, swerve. And, yeah, and they're like, a burning carriage, let's turn the other way and keep running. You're like, like yeah, you couldn't just swerve, run to the- Swerve, y'all. Fam, swerve. <laughs> swerve, y'all. I didn't write anything in my notes because I knew we were going to talk about this. I was like, I know that we're going to, I was, yeah. I like, you just yeah, go, get out of the way. Just go around the carriage and keep chasing them. But my thoughts hey. were like, did the horses get spooked? Maybe that was the reason. I, I'm not going to think too hard about this. <laughs> I know, yeah. I think I'm, I was thinking too hard. All right. And then literally the only the third thing is cannonballs don't explode. Okay. And it's a thing that happens in film all the time, yes. and it bothers the mess out They're of me. They're not mortars, people. No. It's it's like, it's. I actually Googled it afterwards just because I wanted to know were there ever cannonballs that exploded. Mm -hmm. And the answer is yes, technically, but that wasn't 
even until the late 1800s, early 1900s. Mm-hmm. Before this, it was literally a cannon and a lead ball. Yeah. Maybe. And it goes boom, and it flies, and then it hits something. And if it hits something, it would be... It, like it might be like a boom thing and like stuff might fly yeah, from there, yeah, but, but it's not going to be an explosion. The, the and point, no ball. right? The cannon, the point of cannonballs was to break enemy lines and just usually like bounce along the ground and like take people out. I'm sure the reason they do that in movies is because they can't really recreate, at least with practical effects, mm-hmm. a ball, at least well, do like they can't show that they did it in the Patriot. Yes, Which but was not cool. practical effects. That like, was it's probably mostly CG. Yeah, there was there was actually there's two shots in the Patriot where they do that. Yeah, and it's so They're pretty good. cool. And Takes that kid, dude head off. Like, <laughs> and the, yeah, it was like what the. I think that's my leg, first R-rated too. movie. Was it? Mine was yeah. Terminator Two: oh. Cruise Control. Uh, I think mine was The Passion. Aww. I don't know what mine Aww. was? We all grew up in church, y'all. Yay, church, y'all! High five. <laughs> Well, what? <laughs> All right, so we see a Chinese guy. <laughs> we see a Chinese guy. And I said, 100 bucks, he's going to know Kung Fu. And pull it. And he did. That's right. <laughs> it was basically just an Indiana Jones That was rip-off. also a 90s thing. <laughs> a lot of Asian people, and they always... The only Asian guy in a movie, in an adventure action movie, and he's got to know Kung Fu. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also, love- a lot of white ninjas in the 90s. <laughs> You got the Surf Ninjas. Well, Rob Schneider. And the Three Ninjas. The Three Ninjas. That's all. The Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to a point here because I saw this guy and he knew Kung Fu. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, I can, I'm can. i making a few predictions. And like I said, they're not all going to pan out. But we will discover them together. First of all, I said the, the boss is Tim Curry. Of course, he's going to be the last one to go. And I predicted at this point that Kiefer was going to fight was going to fight w- with him somehow, and that D'Artagnan would play a role somehow. We'll talk about w- how that was wrong. <laughs> D'Artagnan would do some stupid thing. <laughs> All right, my second prediction talk. at this point was the mini boss Eye Patch. Uh, D'Artagnan is going to fight him because he, we find out at this point D'Artagnan's father was killed by this guy, but D'Artagnan's father gave him the scar over his eye and uh and plus he had been teasing him with his father's sword and that kind of thing so i'm like that's gonna come back and he's gonna kill him then we also have a couple more mini bosses we got baked bean face down in the cellars <laughs> whoa <Jake>. ugly <laughs> uh Just kung fu the guy goonies. the countess is like more of a psychological boss fight uh and uh and then glass joe he comes back by the end um but all right so we also find out a little bit more about the countess which i thought that was actually really cool a really probably the only complicated and little bit uh unique thing about this movie i thought was her Mm -hmm. backstory i thought that was pretty i thought that was pretty interesting Mm -hmm. Kiefer sutherland's you you basically come to find out this person who had been hatching this plot with the cardinal was this woman that Kiefer sutherland had married and had some baggage and stuff like that. Yeah, she was presumed dead, and then he thought she was dead. Yeah, and then, which is why it was such a reveal in the movie for him, because he didn't know. Yeah, that was actually a pretty dark moment. Like, it's really the, dark. Yeah, that whole but, line. Yeah. Well, her, pretty much the, her entire character was really dark. Yeah, it it took a really dark turn when he when she when they went to go. Um, not crucify her. Well, because of the crosses, but that's where I got that. I was like, oh, they're, they're gonna beheader. Yeah. 
because they went on top of a mountaintop. And at that point, I was like, whoa, this scene or this movie took a dark turn. Mm -hmm. I loved it. I thought it was really complicated. I mean, as dark and as kind of sad as it was, um, it it made me actually feel for her Mm -hmm. by the ending because it really was uh, Kiefer Sutherland's character's fault that she became the way that she was because he basically abandoned her mm-hmm. right and left her to do whatever she could to basically not be murdered for her past crimes and mm. and she says this line that's actually really haunting um says uh um everything that you feared i was i became and i was mm-hmm. like that's pretty Dang. that's pretty dark and I thought it was really interesting. Right where it hurts. Gosh, why couldn't D'Artagnan be good? <laughs> <laughs> it's like because there's at, at this, yeah. I feel like there's there's a version of this movie that is better. Well, there's several versions of this movie. Well, sure, but I'm like <laughs> that are better. Princess <laughs> Bride, Pirates uh, of the Caribbean. I, um, but but Pirates of the Caribbean doesn't have stuff like Lady De Winter, like Lady De Winter's character arc yeah you know like there's 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 some really good stuff in this movie but it's kind of like i haven't seen the new one though so neither have i I, i've heard because i don't think it's got a pretty low right anyway it does maybe future um so were you not surprised by the twist that uh what what are we calling captain uh throat cancer throat cancer (laughs) uh killed d'artanian's dad I was not surprised. Yeah, but well, because like, I've already seen the movie that this is based on, which is uh, Empire Strikes Back. Yes, exactly. But no. his dad, <laughs> which uh, is cut his eye out, right? Oh, Princess Bride. Princess Bride, <laughs> which basically uh, D'Artagnan is an Anigo Montoyo, um, mm-hmm. and Captain Throat Cancer is uh, six finger guy. guy because they both wear black. Mm-hmm. And they both killed his father, and they were prepared to die. Oh, yes. <laughs> also, I mean, D'Artagnan seems surprised. D'Artagnan seemed uh, rather surprised considering he looked like the kind of guy who would have killed your dad. I know. What? <laughs> it sounded like he literally pulled a line from Star Wars. He's like, that's not true. No. There's a scene after this, too, that. I'm like, what the heck? This is just for something that's supposed to be kind of cool. What the WF? (laughs) (laughs) And uh, it's a cool shot because somebody snipes a hole in this painting, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. It's this massive painting. Mm -hmm. Huge. Like like a life-size version. Like an 8 by 8 or something. Huge. Like a huge painting. Out in the middle of the open, a dude snipes it. It's a painting of the king and the cardinals right beside it. Windows everywhere. I'm like, that's just dumb. Yeah, Paris was a very highly populated place too. So, it's, you know what else is funny about it's that? It's like, shot? oh well, this is our plan. It's what? not like a can or something. Yeah. It's like a painting of the king. Yeah. Uh, and I'm gonna hang it back on my wall. Yeah. yeah could you just see the king walking by? He sees like, sees the guy What's out in the, the courtyard. He's this? like, why is my painting out? Or hold on. Why is my painting out in the in the courtyard? In the oh, 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 why can't you think? I, think I'm just gonna I'm gonna have a sniper shoot you in the head? Is that what you think? I mean, that's what they're saying, right? I mean, you're, yeah. You can believe heard, I've heard some rumors. Uh, there's another funny problem to bring up, uh, bring up about that painting. The shot that he took with the painting is not the same shot that he took at the festival. Right. Whatever that was, mm-hmm. he's in a totally different spot. So, what was the point of the practice shot if that's not where you're shooting from? I guess from? just to prove that he sniped. He knows how to pull that trigger. So, <laughs> do they had sniper rifles back then? I mean, I've played had, I've played Assassin's Creed. 
And, and they yes. did. You can you can snipe with your little <laughs> yeah, bullet we, wrist we, gun. Yeah, exactly. Um, I would make the argument that they had muskets and there was a way to make them accurate. And mm-hmm. of course, only hired help, like people like the guy, the, the character. Bounty Hunter. Gonna, he like was the bounty hunter, hunter in yeah, Star Wars. Yeah. Exactly. This is uh, Boba Fett's like great-great-great-grandfather. <laughs> exactly. Well, we don't know that. It could be uh, Boba Fett's great-great-great-great-grandson. Mm. Yeah, because like it was actually it was, it was a long, long time, ago. time ago in a galaxy far away. Although, so. if Stephen Hawking is correct, which he usually isn't, <laughs> um, unless we're then, following the interstellar, uh, yeah, time rules is of bent in space. Yeah, and so well, it depends on how it, it would depend on how you travel to this galaxy. Uh, yeah, I don't care. You want to get into this? I'm ready. Speaking of three musketeers, everyone, shut <laughs> up about space. <laughs> All right, uh, anything else before we get to the ending? This is, I think we're ready for the end. Uh, again, plot hole of them having their capes and swords back yeah. after they threw them in the fire. Anyway, sorry. And they, they sent the word out by having um, their uh, crumpled up pieces of paper from their Microsoft Word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> having um, their... It's obviously a font. It is. <laughs> <laughs> having chubby John Legazimo come in and shooting some... Uh, yeah. Shooting them notes on the tree. Shooting the notes on the tree. All for one and one for all. The original text messages. Exactly. With the arrow. Hey, the come dunk. over here. We're meeting. And the musketeers get, are back. They get their stashes, and then they plan this huge raid on the castle. Okay, so here we are. The ending of the movie. Big old raid. Mm-hmm. Because they find out that the only way for, because of reasons... The only way for this plan to go through is if the Cardinal successfully kills the King. Kings come and Kings go, but one thing remains the same. same. And that is me. And that is me. Oh my gosh. When he said that, that I was... It's me. Yeah, I wrote that in my so, notes. I'm so glad. Why did he say that? There, I don't really... Oh, I don't know. The qu- There's so much was, of what he says that doesn't quite make sense. All was, for one and... More what, for me. More for me? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. <laughs> one thing I was right on is that D'Artagnan does fight Eye Patch. Yep. And Gosh. does kill him in a because somebody was standing by and kicked the sword to his, him. His bay, Constance. <laughs> oh, Constance! I didn't know that was Constance. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, Would so that she do that. You? <laughs> <laughs> so she do that, and he kill her. Him, he kill him. Can we? Can Can go I go ahead. back to my question? Yeah. What's your question? Yeah, the delayed reaction. I'm gonna rewrite this question. Oh, because Charlie Sheen gets stabbed. No, 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 no. Shot. This is when uh, oh, um, shot, yeah. throat cancer dude uh, stabs stab, Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah, stabs him in the arm. And like for a good like two seconds or like two, three seconds, it's there in his arm. And then it goes out and he's like, ah, and like does this over dramatic reaction. But like he's just standing there with his with a sword in his arm. Just like, just like, why would you zoom in on that if you knew you weren't going to get I, it? I will say that reaction was a little bit. Kind of weird. It was like everything else was pretty good, and then mm-hmm. it was that part that just really made it unbelievable. <laughs> All right, uh, this is kind of a technical film nerdy question. Do you know what it means to crank the sh- the frame rate on a film? No, Alex, we're not film nerds like you. <laughs> Gosh. Just... Basically, when a movie shoots slow motion, mm-hmm. they crank the frame rate. Mm-hmm. Basically, meaning in technical terms especially back then the film goes through if they want to go half the speed that goes through twice as fast if they want to do a third of the speed they go three times as fast so they have to go the film has to literally go through the camera super fast 
They also do this thing in movies that I hate almost more than anything. There's a scene in the Lord of the Rings that takes me out of the movie like lickety split because I know the technical reasons why it happens like this. It's when Frodo gets stabbed by the... It's when they slow a scene down without the frame rate cranked. Mm -hmm. And it looks like really cheesy... Walker Texas Ranger yeah. slow motion. It's yeah. when it's when Frodo gets stabbed by the cave troll. I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. And it just I hate it. It did they did it at the exact same time in this movie when uh Charlie Sheen gets shot by the bullet. Mm-hmm. And it's like slow motion and it just oh man, I hate it. Mm-hmm. All right, uh anything else about the ending there? Uh we uh, the Cardinal. Okay, so the Cardinal shoots Aramis, Charlie Sheen. Yeah, Charlie Sheen and retreats and he's trying to like make haste and yeah. get get the heck out of Dodge. Uh huh. And I, I mean, do you want to say what happened to Aramis? Yeah, let's go for it. Okay, so like they're over there doing their duel, D'Artagnan and Captain uh, Throat Cancer, <laughs> and the other two musketeers come running to his aid. And guess what? He's not dead. <laughs> There's a little tiny metal cross just <laughs> hanging in the middle of his chest. I happened to catch a bullet. So there is a god. <laughs> yeah, so there is a god. <laughs> And he says he says winning. that to them like sort of like in your face, but have they been sort of um, antagonistic <laughs> towards his faith? No, <laughs> they even like told uh, D'Artagnan earlier in the movie about like his backstory and like gave mm-hmm. him respect for it. I was like, yeah. and then <laughs> he's like in your face. Oh, maybe maybe he's just justifying his own doubt. Oh, no. So there is a god. I, I, should, I should probably stop sleeping out around. <laughs> That bullet hit my cross, so sorry, ladies. Uh, so the the pit monster, Bean Face. Oh yeah, my what, most quoted line. Yeah, what what is he? Uh, so who who was it that kills him? Was it Orthos. Kiefer Sutherland? No, that's Oliver Platt. Oh, Oliver Platt. That's mm-hmm. right. Oh, hey, big ugly. Or yeah, he goes, whoa, ugly. Yeah, that's right. That's in the movie trailer. <laughs> it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Because okay. uh, that was what that I had. I remember the movie. I've seen this movie. Mm-hmm. When I was young, but I, I remember so little about it. It's basically that I haven't, but I remember very vividly the trailer for this movie. Oh, okay. I don't so I have more memory of the trailer of this movie than the actual movie. Um, it just for felt, whatever reason, it felt very goonish, like goonies. Goonish. Like you could goonies. say probably goonish because it felt like sloth. He felt like sloth. He was like, "Oh, you go." Yeah, that <laughs> guy was definitely sloth, but not just, an unfriendly one. But like at least a, they killed him this day, <laughs> this time finally. <laughs> God. So yeah, the cardinal has the king and the queen captive on a boat. Yeah. On a boat, and they're on a boat, and they're going fast. So Chris, can you tell us a little bit about how the the boss meets his fate? Um, he falls in the water. <laughs> No, there's a lot and more to it he than melts. that. <laughs> so he's on a boat, and D'Artagnan and Kiefer can't get to him because he's far away, and and all hope is lost except. Bump da da. Charlie Sheen is on the boat. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I oh, love. Yeah. <clears throat> I, that's the one thing I noticed. Anytime there are only two of the musketeers, it's like one of them's wearing a hoodie mm-hmm. <laughs> and hiding. Yeah. I, I really wish they would have shown him like arriving upon the boat and be like, oh, I better put on a hood and <laughs> pretend I'm the guard. Well, then he, he would have known. Because he, uh, he might arrive. So how did he get in with that crew, but the other guys couldn't get to him fast enough? Well, hey, shut up. Well, 
there was a guy that was already there with a cloak, and then he showed up and knocked him out, and then put his cloak he on. He just went and like ding, ding, stop on the guy's shoulder, and the guy yeah. turned around and then. Like, <laughs> oh. So what did he? How did he kill him, Chris? Well, he, <laughs> did he stab him? He did didn't. He sh- did he stab him with a knife? This is the yeah, most important the part of the film. This is the crux. This is the moment we've all. This is, this the, is the come pinnacle. up. Is. This because you're you're thinking the entire time that this movie's about D'Artagnan, right? And then something happens in that scene. The king's all like, "Nah, I got this, bro." I got this. And he's oh, just that's like, right. The king does. The king yeah. stands up and punches him in the face, and then and then kills him in one punch. <laughs> yeah, we never sure. know what happens yeah. to okay. him. Okay, he's the one punch man. What we can assume is the cardinal can't. That's a good. Well, it's that's because everybody knows cardinals can't swim. Oh, that's oh, dang. so Cardinals wow. can't swim. He dies. Disney, Plot hole. Disney you come on. You get a bird wet, can't fly. Bam, done. <laughs> it's over. So wait, the king is the main character. Bum bum bum. That's He's why it's like, called the Three Kings. Well, the main character still sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. All right. Uh, anything else before we wrap it up? All right. So. The final scene with like the all for one and one for all moment, and uh, what's his face? Uh, Gerard returns. The eighth Doctor returns finally. Dork. The moment we've oh all been gosh. waiting for. That whole sequence, like with first of all with him running out and the entire like army of musketeers running after him, felt like that felt like a sequence out of like an airplane movie or something. Yeah. Also, oh. another plot hole. Um, she, in the very beginning when he first met her, she said um, she's not allowed to be mm-hmm. in a relationship with musketeers. Mm-hmm. And yet here they are at the end. Yeah. Smooching it up in front of all of the musketeers. Because reasons. <laughs> yeah. the musketeers save the day. It's like, you can have this one, bro. Yeah. I was like, oh, come on. <laughs> Another plot hole. Anyway, continue. I don't know. I just, it, it felt very, the, the ending was kind of. Just just there, generic. Yeah, um, yeah. It was a, a little anticlimactic. Well, see, he was going to take him out, and then he needed to learn a lesson. You know, <laughs> they're all there for each other. Exactly. Hey, all listen. for one and one for love. I was like, why did you need to pull out your swords too? <laughs> all for one. <laughs> it looks cool. Okay. <laughs> He's like, so, all the other guys are like, this youngster over here is a newbie, noob. So here's another '90s movie observation. Mm-hmm. Uh, 90s movies that have songs written for them. Oh, here we go. A hundred percent are always Song. about love. Yeah. Was okay. this movie about love at all? You have uh, love brotherly love. You have the king queen. Oh, you've that's got, not love. That's... You've got you've got the cardinal. He's showing some love. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> all the you've time. got the cardinal and every woman in the movie. <laughs> yep. You've got uh, Athos and his wife. Because that was love, right? I don't know. He just said, can you forgive me? And then she killed herself. <laughs> Which is love, right? <laughs> you don't remember that? Um, I guess. you got Constance and D'Artagnan. You've got Porthos and every wench in the world. You've you got, got Porthos and Athos. About that. <laughs> yeah, you got yeah, that. That's a bro they, love. They're, yeah. they're clinking their swords together every time yeah. they leave. It's oh like, my good luck, gosh. bro. Yeah. Catch Cha-ching. you on the flip side. Oh man! So don't tell me it's not worth fighting for. Oh, that one sing it, actually sing works it. better for this movie than I think. Everything I do, Robin Hood <laughs> and <laughs> Robin Hood and uh, Three Musketeers should have traded songs. They should have swapped. Yeah. But then again, it wouldn't be. But it's all for one and one for love, <laughs> and they couldn't have said that. 
It would have been like, and he's standing by the rich and giving it a part. Which which they do in that movie when they're in the carriage. He's yeah. like, oh yeah, the- he's like oh. throw. I actually kind of he says, I like Here, that scene. The, actually, the people Why? are hungry. Because you're a redistribution. Throw this over, and I thought he was just gonna throw handfulls of money periodically <laughs> to like get everybody. But no, he chucks the entire check. Yeah, I was like, what a jerk! Area. Only oh, five people are gonna get all the gold. <laughs> I wish it would have, like, clocked somebody in the I head. Was, I thought, yeah. I was, like, I was like, a much wiser move would have been grab a handful of throw yeah. like, grab a handful like, of throw. like, Jordan like just, like, fell into the river or yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this made him even more of a douche than what he already was. Oh, yeah, you'd like, I, I love how they, like, hey, uh, redistribute that wealth. Yeah. This is why it doesn't work, people. Yeah. <laughs> Because only a few people get all the gold. Yeah. And we all know what happens to gold when it lands in water. It's just going to float back up. We saw Die Hard with a Vengeance. Uh, Are we ready to get into the history? Yeah. Here we go. I'll be the one that protects you. Harrison, go. <laughs> all right. That's our history music. Yep. This is facts about what actually happened. All right. So this was in 1625, and all of the characters actually existed. Like, all of them existed in real life, except for the three musketeers and D'Artagnan, which I say oh, except. what? I know, right? Okay, I say except because... So Glass Joe existed? They they were all uh, based on musketeers who existed, but they were in the 1640s. Oh. So, like, this story is in 1625, so, oh, like, they geez. weren't around yet. Wow. I mean, it's historical fiction, so how much are you going to go? They were, like, goo-goo-ga-ga. <laughs> they, they were... <laughs> So uh, there was a rival between the Musketeers and the Cardinals. The Cardinals guards. Sounds like a good baseball game. Yeah, the Musketeers versus Cardinals. Uh, So the Cardinal was planning a war, but it wasn't against England. Uh, This was on the tail end. It's called the Thirty Years' War, Mm -hmm. where because you've always known that historians you have in here, but uh, England and France don't much care for each other, and they're mostly at war. So this is right after the Thirty Years' War. So they're not going to go back and attack uh, England again. Mm-hmm. This, like the actual story was, he, the cardinal wanted to attack the Holy Roman Empire, not England. Interesting, isn't that cool? Mm. So, but uh, they, <laughs> did uh, Charlie Sheen mm-hmm. not get killed by that bullet? No, he didn't. Uh, let's see. King Louis was twenty four, and he wasn't like the the dunce that they portrayed in the movie. He was actually ill the entire time. He was like really sick and bedridden. Uh, idiot. <laughs> I guess that's not very thematic, though. Uh, the cardinal actually never disbanded the musketeers. I wanted to bring this up earlier, but he never disbanded them. What he did is he he said, "Hey, musketeers, go and fight," or he he made them go suppress political opposition, which that makes so much more sense. Yeah. Why would you not? Keep that in just the like movement. get a, you know what they what they should have done, what he should have done was say that in the sewer system there was a bomb, then all the musketeers would have just gone right into that sewer system looking for that bomb, and then he could have <laughs> broke, and then he could have just uh, exploded the front and the back and locked him in there. Boom! That sounds so familiar. I heard it from somewhere. Die Hard with a Vengeance. Okay, <laughs> that's what I thought. Uh, Great. Great sesh. <laughs> okay, that's, it's only twelve twenty. Yeah, that, those are all the facts I have. Good facts, bro. Sweet, nice. Verdicts? Oh, S- reviews. We are. Whoa. We what did we talk about reviews? Oh, we never did those, did we? Yeah, we didn't do them. 
All right. So, Harrison, respond. I'll, I'll give you a few, and you respond to them mm-hmm. as best you can. Like a yes or no response? Uh, no, like uh, defend know. yourself. Uh-oh. Dukes up. Defend yourself. Like secondhand This line. is evidence against your, <laughs> against your movie here. All right. A very mildly entertaining, not even worth watching a second time, but it worked as a Saturday matinee. I strongly disagree. And the reason being, oh, there we go. The reason being is, I mean, in the '90s, you didn't really have a whole lot of swashbuckling going on. And I mean, I thought there was a lot of horse chases, of course. But Waterworld. as a kid, I thought it was cool. I don't think. I mean, there's explosions that don't exist. There's, I mean, there's love and hate and all that good stuff. I don't know. I thought I, there's cheesy one-liners, and I'm a I'm a sucker for cheesy one-liners. I guess. <laughs> so. I would. I mean, I watched it more than once. Um, a bubblegum swashbuckling adventure, rapidly fading in the cultural rearview mirror. Still, it goes down easy, and Tim Curry makes a good bad guy. Well, yeah, he does make a good I bad do, guy. I do have a question for you, Harrison. Yeah. Do you think this has stood the test of time when it comes to like movie, like I think we'll get comedy into, wise and action wise. We'll get into that when we do the rating, or when we do our what's Final it called? Reviews. reviews. When we do Your our verdict, reviews, our verdict. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll tell you my verdicts. All right. Your verdicts. All right. Those are the only negative ones worth reading. So I'll, I'll, I'll give you the two positive reviews we have. The first two. one is uh, what the Three Musketeers lacks in poeticism, it makes up for in entertainment value at least. Yes. Mm-hmm. You, were, you said that these were the positive ratings? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of positive ratings, uh, go on iTunes and rate our <laughs> podcast if you'd like. Uh, follow, uh, give us... Give us four stars. You know what? Even if you want to give us a negative one, look, Let's, you can say whatever you want about us. Yeah. Just give us the five stars and then trash us. You guys. Exactly. Or make your own podcast reviewing our yeah. podcast. Fans. Come on. And make a podcast called Guilt, uh, Guilty or Not Guilty Reviews. All right, guys. We'll make, on, we'll make a deal. All right. This is just you and me. All right. Listen. If you have a podcast... Tell me what it is. I'll give it five stars, and then you can give our five guys. Oh my gosh. Did he just say that? That hey sounds guys, so awesome. Chris, me. we got to sell out over here. He's going to give me what I'm doing in podcast. <laughs> and we're the really cool guy. Oh my God. <laughs> no. <laughs> five stars. All right, so that was Cinema Crazed. The last one. This one mm-hmm. is from popular uh, movie review website about.com a fun adventure but nothing new average retelling of the legend Platt steals the show so that's that's a positive review if I had to pick one character that was the reason I kept watching this movie it would be Oliver Platt true true I like Oliver that's the reason I kept watching it yeah I was like whatever happened to that guy he needs his own spinoff kind of like Joey from Friends which he got one so much better than Friends And it only lasted, what, like a season, I think? Yeah. Sadly. Anyway. All right, so I guess we can start with Alex. All right, or, but no, I want to go last. I want to go last. You don't, I want to go last. Since it's your movie. You, don't, you don't quite, your verdict doesn't quite well, play, play but a part. I, I, I guess I have something to say about it. All right, go ahead with you. Oh, okay, okay. Go right. on with you. Get on with it. All right, so this movie was very hard for me to watch. To what? Yesterday. Oh. Or the day before yesterday, whatever it was. Uh-huh. Um, within 
within 30 minutes of that film, I was like, okay, I'm ready to turn this off. And wow. I think I think it's because of I've, I've already one I've already watched it so many times, so I literally have the entire thing memorized mm-hmm. and most of the quotes in it. So that begs the question: When would I ever want to watch this again? Mm-hmm. And I would only like go to show this if I had kids and be like, "Hey, kids, this is a funny movie. <laughs> You'll probably enjoy it. Maybe." Are you giving yourself? Uh, are you turning yourself in here? Well, hold on. I mean, that <laughs> that's why I wanted to go last. <laughs> hold on. Because I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean. It's guilty in your eyes. It just means that y- it has a bought, shelf yeah. life. I mean, yeah. would you say, had you not seen it a certain number of times, would you find it enjoyable now? You mean if I only saw it like once and would, I went back watch? Would you recommend it to anyone? I'll say, why would you recommend the Three Musketeers when you have stuff like, like today? You have stuff like if. Uh, but, if Pirates so, of the Caribbean and if someone's asking for like a good '90s action flick, oh yeah, for sure. Would, th- would this be your top choice for that? A good. All right, on, let's recreate this scene. Okay, ready? Hold on. Here we go. <laughs> Open the door. Come. You're on the Enterprise. Harrison, what's up, man? <laughs> what's up, dude? How's it going, bro? Hey, man. Hey, I was wondering, have you seen any good movies? Oh, hey, guys. Movies? <laughs> well, Chris is here. Whoa. Oh, where'd you come from, bro? Guys, I haven't seen you in so hey, long. Hey, what are you guys talking about? Oh, guys. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Whoa. Dude, Dude guys, let's, let's record a podcast. Oh, all right. Here okay. we go. All, all right. right. Here we go. Ky- I'm gonna Kyle, start. how does how does Three Musketeers start? All right. So we start out with the credits, <laughs> the end credits, uh, a man on a boat. And uh, whoa, 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 whoa! Oh. You're missing the most important part. <laughs> yeah, the Walt Disney. Ode. Exactly. <laughs> the ode to Walt Disney. All right, all right. So you can't all, take it too seriously. All joking aside, hey, all right. So I'm looking for a good '90s movie. Chris, are you looking for a good '90s movie? Actually, no. Okay. All right, Kyle, you looking for a good '90s movie? I'm looking for '80s. Okay. Uh, all right, but I'm looking for '90s. What can you What can you recommend? I'm looking for you know, action. Oh, adventure. I got one. Have you seen Waterworld? No, no. I'm that's no, no. Earlier and have you seen I Space want, Jam? Nope, nope, nope. Um, but and I've seen Princess Bride. I really like it, but I'm okay with a ripoff. Oh well, then Robin I would Hood, go, King of Thieves. Then I would go. What with, about Robin Hood, Men in Tights? You guys suck. <laughs> well, let me, well, let's ask this. How do you feel about capes? Oh, I'm on the fence about capes. Ooh, well, this is going to put you over on the side of <laughs> Try I Batman. Love but I'm capes. really into Oliver Platt. Oh, my gosh, dude. Then Three Musketeers. Okay, all right. I'm sold. There you go. Wow. All right. Thanks. Oh, a my lot. gosh. It works. <laughs> so I want to hear y'all's verdicts. Who's though. next? Which, all right, what, Chris. What's oh, your verdict? Oh, that guy. Um,. All right, so I'm sort of in this, um, initially was in the same boat as Harrison. I, I grew up with it, and I rather enjoyed the movie. And watching it again, I did not expect it to hold up, and in many ways it didn't. It's very distinctly a 90s, early 90s uh, action-adventure type flick. Um, is I, I didn't love it, but um, <laughs> I mean... I think it fits the criteria of guilty pleasure to a T. It reminds yeah. me of uh, uh, Secondhand Lions and that it's like the perfect movie to like throw on on a Sunday afternoon when you have people like kids over or friends over yeah. or uh, family over or uh, neighbors over <laughs> or um, uh, Your rabbi. Uh, politicians <laughs> over or cardinals over. Exactly. Or musketeers over. <laughs> So you give this a what? Uh, I give it a not guilty. Oh wow! Woo! 
So Harrison wow. should not feel guilty for bringing this film to the film. <laughs> he should not feel guilty for hating it now, I guess. <laughs> okay. Apparently. Man. All right, Kyle. All right. So this movie was a typical 90s action movie. Like, it was... It had great action scenes. Action adventure I liked, type. I liked, you know, the explosions were pretty cool. It, you know, as many... Although there was so many horse chases, you know, it was pretty cool, I will admit. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it was awesome. Uh, a decent storyline, although there was many plot holes that I was just, you know, not okay about. And then, uh, okay acting. It was, it, you know, it was... Oh, that's really nice. Um, yeah. It, <laughs> You're so kind. <laughs> yeah, that being said, uh, it did have super cheesy moments, some stupid jokes... And I think it's not really stood the test of time, mm-hmm. but like I love cheesy jokes. So, right. and it's a Disney film. Right? Yeah, that doesn't help though. <laughs> that doesn't help its case. <laughs> well, you're like this isn't a cool movie about Three Musketeers. It's a Disney film about Three Musketeers, and they, like, I feel like they make made it ready for kids to watch, despite tracks but of land. But guess what? It, Your dad's really gonna love it. <laughs> But anyway, but like I said, like it was, I don't know, I just, it was, eh. Therefore, I've considered this guilty. Yeah. Like, on a scale of one to ten, what where, where would this be on the cheese meter? A solid 9.5. Oh. But like, That's a high Those a moments cheese scale. really outdid it. Like, it's like it was, a brie. <laughs> that's, Dude, brie's delicious. That's like a Linden burger. It was like, it Debris! was... Listen, I was just, I just listed off the first cheese that came to mind. Look, listen. We're talking about wine and cheese, guys. guys this is where I live. It was, it was a monster when it came to cheese, <laughs> cheesy jokes. Anyway, this is uh, one of those exa- um, examples of movies that we, if, it's better to grow up with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think that helps a lot of movies. And I, that's one point I want to make in a lot of these episodes, I think, Nostalgia is sort of. I think it should be a viable, totally, um, for the facts for why you like a yeah. movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, nostalgia, and that goes to say too that if you missed it as a kid, there's some movies that just should not be seen. Oh, absolutely. Never-ending story. Like I'm, I've, I've never watched Hook, and I'm afraid to watch it now. Oh yeah, Are you serious? You've never seen, never Hook? seen Hook? Yeah, oh my I mean, God. I've heard it's so good, and yet I've heard everyone who's watched it as an adult did not like it. Yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna cover Hook at some point oh, in the future because yeah. that's that movie is very polarizing because audiences the audience score is so high, and the Rotten Tomato score and the critic score is really low. Mm. Um, all right, I'll give my verdict. Uh, I think this movie was really tough for me because the Musketeers were such er, cool guys. They were so cool. They were so. It cool. was the capes, wasn't it? They were really cool. Capes. I like your capes and the gadgets. I was really into gadgets. Um, my biggest problem out of everything, I'm gonna keep it really short, is the fact that this movie's just surrounded by so many better movies mm-hmm. that it's uh, and it's kind of exactly what you said Harrison mm-hmm. if the movies that came around it didn't exist Princess Bride Robin Hood Men in Tights like the uh, even Waterworld to some degree like these movies that surrounded it they're in this uh, adventure genre like <clears throat> those movies just so out 
do this movie mm-hmm. to me. I thought the sword fighting was like, okay. The horse chaser was like, okay. The character development was like, okay. And uh, so because of that, because it borrows so much from Princess Bride, um, I have to give this movie a guilty verdict mm. as well. I I think you can't recommend this well, to people. <laughs> first time on the show and we're making him guilty, so... He's never coming back. I know. This. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna go cry. <laughs> well, to be fair, I, he, you kind of gave yourself a guilty. <laughs> I, did. <laughs> I did. It is, uh, it is a guilty pleasure, and I'm okay with it's that. It's not a. I will say this: I did not hate it. I did not go. I did check my phone a few times. Like, okay, what? How much longer? It we was got? as good as Across the Universe. That's th- what Alex I think, says. I think. Uh. I think, I think it's a little better than Across oh, yeah, the Universe. Okay, yeah, okay, <laughs> Thank you. I think that was a compliment. I think Chris made the point, though, like, this is a nostalgia movie. If you didn't, If you did it not is. grow up with it, it you, would, you would hate it. Yeah. yeah. I think you have to grow up with this type of movie to fully enjoy it, because it kind of brings back those memories. Sure. Of, People know. who like this movie also like Secondhand Lions. What? what? Yeah, that explains boy. a lot. I love that movie. I'm so glad. Oh, man. We See, needed him for it. Uh, I know. When I saw breaker. it when I saw it on the podcast, I was like, no. It's my and favorite. Dragonheart. You get these lions used. Um, <laughs> all right. Anything else, you guys? Um, no, I think that's it. That does it for us on this special two-hour episode of the Not Guilty <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> oh, jeez. This is Alex. This is Kyle. Uh, this is uh, D'Artagnan. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the buttery voice. Of Harrison Parnell. And we're here saying all for one and one for one. D'Artagnan. <laughs> and rate us on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs>